Self-governance, the concept, is a total myth. There's no such thing. No human being has ever or will ever actually be able to govern themselves. We all worship someone or something. We're all governed by someone or something. You may think you live in a society that, oh, there's no laws and it's just complete freedom and and it's self-governing. We get to decide what we do and don't do, but you're still a slave to something. You still have a master. It just might be your own selfish desires. And because of that, because of that simple truth that we all have to be governed by someone or something, this idea, this notion that you can truly be self-governing is a myth. It's a lie. And unfortunately, that lie is at the the very heart, the core of a lot of American political philosophy, especially among people on the right who have, you know, more libertarian beliefs. Many people, by the way, think that they're conservative when in reality they're, they're actually much more libertarian than they are conservative. And they'll say, no, 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 we all have to be self-governing. It's, it's not possible. Now, you can have a greater degree of governmental freedom the more you self-govern in accordance with the laws of God. Listen, that's the thing. We should all be pursuing the law of God. When we're governed by something, it should always be God, his moral law. And then, you know, after that, we should have governmental rules that are in pursuit of those laws, you know, good moral laws at the government level and et cetera. But really, we should all be governed by God. The biggest issue in America right now is that people are not governed by God and they're also not governed by their government. We have such a small, and that's a good thing. Listen, small government, I like it, I'm here for it, but it only works in a moral society. John Adams, very famous quote, he said, the Constitution only was written for a moral, a religious, and upright society, and that it would be entirely inadequate to any other group of people. He said, you know, human ambitions unbridled by, you know, religion and morality would burst through our constitution like a whale goes through a net. If you look around and you wonder, why are these libertarian ideas not working? It's because we've moved away from God. At the very beginning, when our nation was first being formed, the constitution was fresh and the founding fathers were around, about 98%, this is according to historians, about 98% of all of the people in the colonies were Christian. That means they could afford to have a fairly small government. They didn't have to be micromanaged by some politician, you know, to be forced to do good things because they were already, they had a higher power that they were respecting. But over the years, you know, bit by bit, our country has moved away from that standard. Our country has said, wait, guys, we have to have separation of church and state. You can't, you can't impose any kind of morality. And in fact, morality is subjective. That's what they'll say. They say, well, Don't impose your religion on me because you just live your truth and I'll live my truth. Ah. That's jaw-droppingly stupid. That idea that everyone gets their own truth, there's no universal morality or anything like that. That's how we get to the place where we're at. And so we have all of these people who claim to be conservative, but they're actually libertarian, and they go around saying, well, we have to have super, super small government. We have to self-govern. We have to do all of this kind of stuff. That's a pipe dream. It's a myth. It doesn't actually exist, at least not right now, not in this current state. We, we have to be first governed by God, and if we're governed by God first, then we can afford to have a smaller government. The problem is that liberalism inevitably tries to chip away, and they try to get rid of that moral, religious foundation in this country, and so you have people with the, the laissez-faire, the hands-off approach, who will say, ah, you know, I, I, I think it's fine if we allow you know, gay marriage. 
I think it's a, it's fine if we allow gay people to start adopting. I think it's fine if somebody wants to transition as their as an adult, and then you know later on the slippery slope continues, and we have children being mutilated, their penises being chopped off, their genitals being destroyed, chemical physical castration. We see all of this kind of stuff continue. And it spreads and it spreads and it spreads because of the laissez-faire, hands-off approach. No, no, no. Everybody gets to self-govern. Everybody gets to decide whatever they want to do. So long as it's not hurting me, you can do what you want to do. Well, that's a lie. You know, this this idea that, ah, somebody can do whatever they want in the privacy of their own home. and, And it's totally okay. Society can normalize this degenerate behavior and it's completely fine because it doesn't affect me. Listen, somebody doesn't have to be punching you in the face for it to directly affect you, your children, your future, because culture affects everyone. It affects everything because everything is downstream from culture, education, politics, all of it is downstream from culture. So this idea that we can just allow the the progressive normalization of insanity and, and degeneracy without it somehow impacting us, it's crazy. That's a pipe dream. And so that's why you're seeing more and more people moving away, true conservatives moving away from the libertarian ideals is because we're finally realizing that libertarianism is liberalism. And you can have a little bit of that. You can. You can afford to have a libertarian philosophy if you're in a moral society, if you're in a group of people, oftentimes small, but a group of people that puts God first and foremost, yes, they can afford to have slightly more uh, libertarian or, or liberal ideas. But once you get rid of that biblical foundation, that's when you start seeing people looking towards slightly more authoritarian. And people get really freaked out when you say authoritarian. We're not talking Adolf Hitler. We're not talking iron fist of government. We're just talking about, okay, <laughs> maybe it's time because everyone has become so godless, this whole self-governance idea didn't exactly pan out, maybe it's time that we just slightly course correct. We just slightly scooch back, because I know that I said culture is, or excuse me, everything is downstream from culture, but you can also shape culture, and one of the ways that you do that is with legislation. One of the ways you do that is with Supreme Court decisions. Case in point, you look at Obergefell, 2015, Prior to that, gay marriage was not legal, and many states, including you know California in the 2000s, had ruled that marriage was between one man and one woman. What changed? What shaped culture so much? An action of government. So government can shape culture, and that's where you have that slight course correction. You have to be careful. You don't go off into the ditch. You don't go too far, but a slight course correction where we say, all right, the direction that we're on is not good. This is what moved me away from being a libertarian. I used to call myself a libertarian. And then I asked myself this question, and I encourage uh, anyone who may be slightly disagreeing with me, uh, if you happen to be a Christian, right? This is sort of niche, it's sort of specific, but if you happen to be a Christian that identifies as libertarian, ask yourself this question. Does my political philosophy make it more or less likely for people to enter the kingdom of God? Because legislation can impact culture in a way that definitely makes it less likely that somebody ends up going to heaven. Think about this. Just as a specific example, imagine you have two transvestites that adopt a child. Do you think that that child is going to go to heaven? Now, I'm not saying that God can't work a miracle. He can, he has, and I'm sure he will in the future— But statistically speaking, what do you think the odds are that that child who grows up, the adopted or or whatever child of two transvestites, 
Do you think that they're going to end up going to heaven? Statistically speaking, do you think the odds are good? Probably not. That laissez-faire hands-off approach of allowing that, saying, oh, it's okay, it doesn't impact me, it doesn't harm me. Yeah, well, it harms somebody, namely that child. Okay, so you have to filter that through. If you happen to be a Christian, this whole libertarian laissez-faire philosophy doesn't actually work in a godless society. If everyone shared your worldview, if everyone else was a Christian, then it would work. But sadly, everyone else is not a Christian. Even though the majority of this country still claims they are, they certainly don't act like it. And because of that, you, com- you, know, you make a combo move with the hedonistic, you know, degenerate philosophies and you add on this, this remaining libertarian bent. And next thing you know, you got drag queen story hour. Next thing you know, you have conservatives that say, it's okay, it's fine if you mutilate yourself, it's fine if a doctor castrates you and chops you to pieces, installs fake boobs on you, and leaves an axe wound between your legs, so long as you're over the age of 18. Huh? Why? Right? Why, why would we be okay with that? That's disgusting. That's horrifying. But some, for some reason, you have Christians that'll actually say, that's okay, you live your life, I don't care. What? No, 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 I don't, I don't buy that stuff. Listen, slightly controversial, I know. Nobody get the, the wrong idea here. I'm not some crazy authoritarian person. I'm still very small government. I think especially the federal government should be very small. The states can be a little bit bigger, um, considerably bigger, as a matter of fact. That's not my interpretation. That's just the black and white of the Constitution. You look at Article 1, Section 8, the powers of Congress, compare it to the Tenth Amendment. The states are supposed to be a lot more uh, influential. They're supposed to be a lot bigger. But anyways... That's my two cents. Mull it over. Think about it, especially if you happen to be um, slightly libertarian in your philosophies. Self-governance, it's not a real thing. You have to be governed by someone. Hopefully, you're governed by God. But if not, then there's going to have to be someone that keeps you in check. There's going to have to be someone who makes sure that you're not living a horrible, destructive lifestyle that's screwing over everybody else. Anyways, that's all the time I have for today. Real quick podcast. Until next time, keep me in your prayers, keep your country in your prayers. God bless.